How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? Do you guys have a good week? I actually, I, I apologize. I know it's been a long time since I recorded a podcast, which probably didn't bother anyone. But the reason for that is I was going to record a podcast that was going to be a little bit more heavy. Heavy as in serious. And I tried. I did. I put in the effort. And I tried, and it just didn't flow. So I'm going to have to try to figure out a different program with that. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Might have one of my buddies on and, you know, make it a joint podcast or something. Well, Joe, have you tried taking notes? You know what? As the CEO of this podcast, I feel like I have the right to do it however I want, with or without notes. A little overly defensive there, maybe? Yeah, anyway, I was <laughs> I was working this week on a roof. I'll just, I'll just recap my life, and then, you know, we'll see where the podcast goes. But I was working this week on a roof, and it was a slate roof, for those of you that are familiar with roofs. And it was, it was steep. This was like Monday. And... What I did was we put we put a ladder up against the roof, and then the the roof was too steep to just you know go up one and work on. So I put another ladder on the roof, like laying flat on the roof, and put it against the ladder that went from the ground to the roof, and then I could walk up the up the roof on the ladder. And the only thing that was keeping me on the roof that was keeping this the ladder that I was actually standing on from just flying out over the edge of the roof was the weight of my coworker on the ladder, on the first ladder that I had set up. And <laughs> at one point, I looked down there. I'm working up on the roof. I looked down there, and he had just started going down the ladder. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm going to need you to stay up here. And then he was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Dude, do you want to just watch me get slingshotted into the far side banks of Jordan right now? Oh, man. And then we were laughing about him going to jail for, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Negligent homicide or something? <laughs> and having to explain to people why he was in jail. You know, when everybody asked him, like, what did you do to get in here? And he's like, I went down the ladder first. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to go down the ladder first, which would just, you know, not be a very hardcore reason to be in jail, but, you know, be okay. Speaking of going to the far side banks of Jordan, have you guys ever heard that, like, old song where they're, where they're talking about when, when one person dies and they go to heaven and it says they'll be, they'll be waiting on the far side banks of Jordan drawing pictures in the sand? How ridiculous is that song, honestly? Some of the songs we grew up with, like as kids, I mean, I grew up in church. Some of you guys didn't, but I grew up in church, and some of the songs we sang as kids, like the theology is just, just out of control. If you think for one minute that there's anybody on earth that I'm just going to be waiting over there on the far side banks of Jordan for, you are out of your mind. I... I have the best friends in the world 
But if there's angels and streets of gold, yeah, I'm not just going to be waiting for you. I'm going to be living the high life, and when you get there, you get there. Well, Joe, I don't think the song is meant to be theologically accurate. It's just a sweet song. Yeah, well, maybe it should be accurate. I don't know. Somebody was laughing because they were they were saying that I always sound like I'm trying to fight somebody on the podcast, which is true because I've got a lot of pent-up aggression and anger. Actually, I, I feel like I have less less pent-up aggression now than I have in the past. You know, I haven't been getting into into road rage into road rage fights recently, which is a good indicator. I feel I have not listen. I have not had <laughs> a a road rage altercation where somebody got out of their vehicle for a long time. Well, Joe, it's not really normal for people to get out of their vehicles in road rage altercations anyway. Yeah, well, if you are annoying enough, it is normal. <laughs> oh, man. I'm drinking grapefruit juice, and boy, is it delicious. But it tastes kind of like being sick. Because one time I was sick and I drank grapefruit. You know how that is so weird how that works. Because you can just do something one time and it'll always remember. You know, like a certain smell or a certain song. There's some songs that'll just take me right back to like a very, very specific instance. Which is not necessarily always a good thing. Oh. Part of, actually... I didn't, I didn't mention this. Part of the reason that there's such a delay with this podcast is that I was hoping to get better audio equipment. I did not get better audio equipment. And part of the reason is that I'm extremely stingy with my money. And since I don't make tons of money from this podcast... Another sip of grapefruit juice, excuse me. I, you know, I can't afford to just throw money at it. But, yeah, anyway. I don't know. What should we talk about? Should we talk about the Bolsheviks? Should we talk about the Bolshevik Revolution? We should talk about some history. I was reading G.K. Chesterton today, and boy, is that dude heavy. Like, you talk about just a serious, serious, like, the way, like, he'll say something, or, I mean, like, he'll write it, and you read it, and you, like, kind of get it, but you have to think about it. You have to think about it for a while to actually get it. Russian Revolution. What was the Bolshevik Revolution? See, I've read about this, and I've heard about this. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to find out the truth. Wars and revolution. The Bolsheviks trying. Yeah. I like these Bolsheviks. It says they won in Russia. I like anybody that beats Russia. 
unless it's Germany. You know what? In a straight-up fight between <laughs> a boxing match, okay, Hitler and Stalin, who you got? That's a tough one. That is a tough one because Stalin actually killed more people than Hitler. So who are you going to root for? They're two bad dudes. But the one just doesn't care about people in general. And the other one specifically doesn't like the Jews, which I kind of support. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Guys, guys, it was a joke. Listen, I, it was funny, though, because I was at work. I was at work, and the same guy, actually, that went down the ladder and almost killed me. He was, we were talking about the Jews for some reason. I forget. I, I, I'm sure I brought it up, but I'm not sure how I actually started the conversation. But he was like, yeah, you know, some people talk about how the Jews are, like, in control and in power and, and like, or, like, have all the power and control everything. And I was like, well, it's kind of true. And he was like, oh, so you're one of them, too. And it's like, well, you know. What can I say? Read history. Read who owns CNN. Find out if he's a Jew or not. I don't know. But I understand that he is. Well, Joe, did you check the genealogy? No, I didn't. I went from YouTube video. <laughs> now, I tell you what. This Bolshevik revolution is one hard thing to research. And that's probably why I shouldn't take notes. See, people people want me to take notes and they want me to prepare for this podcast like it's like it's something that I truly care about. And I do. I do. I care a little. But I don't like care care. Like I don't like I don't like, you know, study for 30 minutes every day for the week before I make a podcast care. Like, I just care, like, you know, I'd like people to enjoy it, care. The Russian Revolution. In early October, Lenin convinced the Bolshevik Party to form an immediate insurrection against the provisional government. Well, Lenin was hardcore. The Bolshevik motto was all power to the Soviets. That seems a little aggressive. I cannot support that particular motto. I don't know. I'm not enjoying this. I'm not enjoying this history research of the Bolshevik Revolution very much. What else? Uh, Civil War. Civil War. Anybody have any interest in the Civil War? He looks around the room at all the empty chairs and then makes a decision himself. You know what the South should have done differently? Not kill their own general. That would have been a good idea. Stonewall Jackson, he was shot by his own men. And arguably, could have made a difference. In the history of our country. You know what we should look up? How did Stonewall Jackson get his name? 
because I know how it happened. But here's the interesting thing. He got his, because they said they were fighting at Manassas, the Battle of First Bull Run. And they said, there's Stonewall Jackson. Stonewall Jackson standing there like a stone wall. And to this day, no one really knows if that was like a compliment or an insult. Can you just tell me what, how he got his name? In July 1861, when he rushed his troops forward to close a gap in the line against a determined Union attack. Well, yeah, we're determined. And we also had the bigger factories. So <laughs> that's how we win wars. Upon observing Jackson, one of his fellow generals reportedly said, Look, men, there is Jackson standing like a stone wall. Jackson was commissioned a major general in October 1861. Well, there it makes it sound like it was a compliment. But I think maybe I read somewhere else or like heard it in another book that they weren't actually sure if it was a compliment or not. But he was kind of a unique dude. And they called his, I think they were the ones that called his soldiers the foot cavalry because they could cover so much ground. They would, they would go mad far. It was ridiculous. On a 15-mile force march. One, oh yeah, he took them on a... On May 2nd, Jackson stealthily and quickly took 28,000 troops on an approximately 15-mile force march to Hooker's exposed flank while Lee engaged in diversionary attacks on his front. That was Robert E. Lee, which was another interesting human being. See, the interesting thing about these guys, like Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson and... Uh, who was the major? Who was the major guys on the on the Union side? It was Sherman, uh, not Meade, not Meade. Sherman and uh, what was that guy's name? Ah, uh, I can't think of his name. Somebody help. See, this is why I need an assistant. I was talking about this the other week. General Richard Sherman. Richard. Was his first name not even Richard? Wow, Joe, you're really falling apart here. Yeah, I thought it was... Ah, uh, William. I was close. William Tecumseh. I didn't know it was Tecumseh. I knew his middle name was Tecumseh. They called him Uncle Billy. But... He's dead now. <laughs> so, was it worth being called Uncle Billy? Was it? The thing about Richard Sherman is he was pretty hardcore. Like, he, he really was into kind of wiping out the the Indians and stuff. Oh, Sheridan. Come on. You're not really not going to give me any information on who the other guy. The other major general that he fought with. Guys, this is very simple. We've all read the bi biography of this guy, but I can't think of his name. And so we're going to track him down. Uh, oh, the scorched earth. That was, he did, ah, uh, Grant. 
Grant, thank you. Ulysses S. Grant. But McClellan, now there was a guy. See, McClellan, he was, the, the soldiers loved him. Because he was, I think, if I remember right, McClellan, he was basically the commander of the whole Union Army at first. And he got the army ready to fight. He was very good at organizing and stuff like that. But then he was not at good at, that good at actually winning battles. But his soldiers loved him so much that one time when... Uh, Lincoln was the president's name at that time. Come on, Joe. You're a real disaster on the podcast today. Lincoln, he was looking out over the army of the Potomac, if I remember right. I can't even trust my own mind right now. And he asked somebody what they saw. And they said the army of the Potomac. And he said, no, that's General McClellan's bodyguard. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Ulysses S. Grant. That was the guy that I was trying to... That, oh, this is funny. Ulysses S. Grant. I mean, it's funny to me. But it's probably not funny to anybody else. That's one thing that you're actually not supposed to do. Is when you tell a story or you tell a joke that you think is funny. You're never supposed to say, like, oh, the funniest thing happened to me. Or, like, I died laughing the other day. Let me tell you this story. And because you're supposed to just tell the story, and then if people think it's funny, then they can figure that out for themselves. I don't necessarily follow that rule. Because I'm a bit of a maverick, <laughs> and I chart my own course. Although I'm very, you know, I'm not good at it. Let's see. Civil War. I'm looking up Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, you know what? Was, uh, Ulysses S. Grant, they accused him of drinking. And because uh, Lincoln, Lincoln liked him. And Ulysses S. Grant, they accused him of drinking. And Lincoln asked what kind of alcohol he drank. And they were like, why, why do you want to know what kind of alcohol he drinks? And he's like, because I'd like to send a bottle of it to all my other generals. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Lincoln was pretty savage sometimes. If, if you want to read some good biographies or like studies, study the, somebody's life, then that would be a good person to study because he's a very interesting dude. They called him unconditional, unconditional surrender grant. Which, because, um, you know, Ulysses S. Grant. I think the interesting thing was when he got his nickname. I'm probably boring, like, so many people to death right now with this podcast. But, you know, it's my podcast. I don't have, like, a manager in the corner waving me off. You know, like, dude, can you, can you pick another topic? You've lost your audience. Well, I don't know. I kind of like history, so. But I guess I could let it go. I guess what we should do is we should find out what happened when he got his nickname. 
and then we can move on. We can find out what happened, and then we can move on. See, I think this is what happened. I think that the guy, when he got his nickname, the guy that he demanded unconditional surrender from, I think that he had actually borrowed money from that guy at one point or something. And so the guy's like, oh, yeah, this dude's going to be cool. And then he was like, no, actually, actually, I'm not going to be cool. Let's see here. I don't know. They're not giving me. I mean, it's like, it's like, how hard is it to just give me the information that I want? I don't know. Buckner, that was the guy that he demanded unconditional surrender from. He said, my terms are unconditional and immediate surrender. But yeah, they're not telling me about the, the loaning. Oh. Yeah. They were they were friends. They had been friends, but yeah, it's not it's not telling me about the, the, the money. The loan of money. Which that's the one thing that's really interesting about the Civil War is because these guys, like a lot of the generals went to or at least some of them went to like the same military schools and stuff before the war. And so, you know, they knew each other and they kind of knew like each other's personalities and some of them they really didn't some of them really didn't like each other and some of them did and like so there was there was a lot of weird dynamics going on that aren't normally there in, in regular wars, like foreign wars. Because in in the Civil War, like it was literally brother against brother. And it was a huge percentage of people that died actually. Percentage of people killed, of Americans killed in Civil War. See, we're just learning together here. Don't you like just hearing me narrate my, my search on Google? <laughs> it was equivalent to about the, the people actually killed in the war were it, it would be equivalent to six million soldiers dying today but i'm not sure if that's yeah i guess that's with disease as well because if you if you figure like there's a huge difference because back then they didn't have good medical treatments and stuff and so if you didn't figure like the amount of people that died from disease, and then it changes the number a lot. Yeah, Joe, you know, we really don't care about the amount of people that died from disease during the Civil War. Well, maybe you should, because we might have another Civil War soon over abortion, because now it's legal to kill a baby up until birth. Uh, that's just wild, isn't it? You know, Here's the thing. 
Joe, are you really going to venture into the topic of abortion right after the Civil War? Yeah, yeah, I think I will. Here's the thing about abortion, is it doesn't have a face. Let me, what was the, what was the kid's name in like the 1860s that was killed, like beaten to death, and then they had a face? Like racism had a face then. What was that guy's name? Uh, I want to say uh, it wasn't Rice. That was the that was the guy that was uh, was it Emmett? Uh, Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Let me tell you the story of Emmett Till. Emmett Till was a 14-year-old African-American boy who was, oh, I was a little late. He was murdered in 1955. But here's the thing. Everybody knew, or I mean, like, racism was a thing. The black, the African-Americans were treated, and you can study into this, they were treated horribly, especially in the South. Like the you know the 40s, 50s, 60s, horrible things went on, but it didn't have a face. It didn't have someone to rally behind. And Emmett Till was a 14-year-old boy from Chicago, and he went down to visit his relatives in Mississippi, which obviously just a different culture in Mississippi than in Chicago, and he was not used to this and he was accused of harassing a local white woman down there in Mississippi and some relatives of the woman that he allegedly whistled at or like flirted with or something essentially kidnapped him came to the house and took him beat him and killed him and dumped his body in a river. And they found his body. And his mother insisted on a public open casket funeral. And it galvanized the nation. And it's, I mean, it's a still a well-known story today. And what it did was, was it put a face on racism. And that's the problem with abortion, is that it doesn't really have a face. Because we know it's a problem, and we know that it shouldn't happen. But at the same time... See, this is the thing I was thinking about the other day. Is I'm just going to be honest, it's a little tough for me to really care about abortion. Like, I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. And I guess I care. In a way. But I don't care as much as I think I should. And I think part of the, the reason for that is. Is that I don't have the the mother instinct or you know anything like that. Obviously because I'm not a woman. But I don't. Th there's never been a baby that has. That I've just cared extremely much for. Does that make sense? He looks around the room at all the empty chairs again. And they look back accusingly. I'm not trying to sound like 
cold or harsh or anything. I'm just saying, like, honestly, and this is this is something that is clearly a big deal for a lot of people because these laws are getting passed, and if people cared more, they wouldn't get passed. So I think that's part of the problem. But then I was thinking, you know, like, there was a time, there was a time, like, at one point where I was, like, a year old and some of my friends hadn't been born yet. Like, my friends could have gotten killed in the womb. And that's just, like, if you think about it like that, then it's just a crazy thought. So I don't know. If, let me put a plug in here. Mad props to you guys that are actually fighting abortion, like going to the abortion clinics and stuff like that. You guys deserve a lot of respect because I think most of us don't do enough. And I, I do, at some level, I guess I do think that eventually the uh, America will come down on the right side of this. Because that is what has happened in the past. And I know America is like not, not the nation. It doesn't hold the same values that it used to. But with, with racism, for example, slavery... I can't think of another good example, but eventually America came down on the right side of it. And I think that our kids, the next generation, like years down the road, when hopefully abortion isn't legal anymore, are going to look at us and just be like, why didn't you do anything? And that's, yeah, that's a lot to think about. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually don't know if I if I mentioned exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about the law in abortion they just passed that says that you can abort a baby like up until birth. Which, if you think about it, oh, and th this is another important thing about that, is that they essentially had to dehumanize a baby, like an unborn baby. Because before the law was that if you killed a pregnant woman and her baby died, like, that was a double homicide. And now, like, they they put a clause in or whatever in the law that essentially dehumanizes the baby, so now you can kill it. If, it, if, if that's my understanding. So there's, there's an important, like, connection there. Anyway. Wow, that is, that is not a good note. That is not a good note to end the podcast on. But it is something important. So I guess... I guess maybe it's not a bad thing to end it on. But yeah. I don't know. Think about it. And... Yeah. Yeah, let me know what you guys think. As far as what we can actually do. Because I think... We, we do these little things that kind of make us feel better... You know, like, like kind of with the slavery thing. I'm not talking about, like, slavery, like, back in the, you know, like, the End It movement where everybody, like, posts a picture with, like, a, a red cross on their hand. And it, like, it makes us feel a little better for a couple of days, and it kind of makes us feel like we're doing something, but it doesn't actually change anybody's life. And that's kind of what it is, what happens with abortion is, like, you know, like, sure, we'll, we'll post a little story on Instagram about you know, what the the new law that just got passed that says you can kill your baby, but 
we're not going to actually like go do anything about it. We'll just post a little something about it, and then it makes us feel better. It makes us feel like we're doing something, and then we can go on with our lives. But it doesn't actually save a baby. I don't know. I would not make a good voice for the and for the pro-life movement because I just mentioned a few minutes ago that it's hard for me to really care. But I also think it's important to be honest about where we're at because then we can actually address it and say, hey, like this is where I'm at and I don't think I care as much as I should. Like how, how do I care? And I think part of that is it just, just putting a face on it. Just think about it like your friends. Like what if your best friend would have gotten killed in the womb? Isn't that a crazy thought? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this down because this is a, this is turning into a long podcast, even for me. And so have a good weekend. Hopefully I didn't ruin, <laughs> hopefully I didn't ruin your weekend with all the civil war history and the talk of abortion. All right. Love you guys. Thanks so much for all the shout outs on Instagram, the ratings. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the support. Love you guys so much. Have a good weekend. Take care.